Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to So I Got to Thinking, the weekly Sex and the City podcast where we take the timeless questions of Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and City and apply them to modern life and love. This week you are joined by Juna Dawson and Dylan B. Jones and this week we have a very special guest. If you have been, like me, obsessively watching BBC Three's I Kissed a Boy, you'll be familiar with gorgeous Gareth Valentino. Welcome to So I Got to Thinking. Hi. Hi girls, how are you? Oh my god, is that your Danny Minogue voice? <laughs> <laughs> what is it she says when she walks in? She's like... Bongiorno boy. Bongiorno boy. Yeah, we live, we serve. That's what she did. That's the first moment we said. I was like, yes, okay, it's going to be good. <laughs> I just I just need her to say, I wasn't expecting the boy. I wasn't expecting <gasps> that at all. <laughs> oh, and yet she hasn't said it yet. It's so frustrating. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I'm so glad we've got you for this episode. I've, I'm oh, fresh. Thanks. I'm fresh off the episode. I've literally just come away from watching it. Yeah, so oh, the, maybe... the episode four. Oh no, the of Sex and the City. Oh, oh, the domino um, the, effect. The, do- the domino effect, because I think I think there's lots of parallels between Carrie's journey in this episode and what you're all going through uh-huh. in the not the villa. Love Island has claimed the word villa, so you're in the Masseria. Masseria, there you go. There's a word. Like, I can't say. <laughs> well done. It's like a far, It's like an Italian farmhouse. I think that was the, the that's that's the meaning oh. of it. The gorgeous Italian farmhouse. Not the villa. Not the villa. No. It's not the villa. No. Um. So Gareth, tell us why did you decide to go on? I kissed a boy. You know, honestly, they reached out to me on Instagram, and I wasn't having much like luck in the dating pool of um London, the cesspit I like to call it. Um, yeah, it just wasn't going anywhere. I was getting bored of like hookup culture, to be honest. I was like, I can't really be bothered. You know, when you can just like you have someone over from Grindr and you're like, oh, I just want you to leave now. It's always the way. Yeah, could just had a wank. Could just had a wank and it was fine. Sometimes but... you get to the point where you're like, if I see one more penis, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking over it. <laughs> Literally, well, over I'm it. trans, so sick. Absolutely, sick. I'll be sick on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just tired of it. And I was like, oh, I'll take this as a sign then. This is like a new different way to meet people. I've never been matched before, like based off of like chatting with other people. So I was like, fuck it, let's just give it a go. Why not? What, what can, what, it can't so hurt. you could say you went into it with an open heart. Mm. Which takes <laughs> us nicely to this week's episode of Sex and the City. <gasps> oh, Dylan, nice, I like do that. do you have a potted synopsis? I do. So, um... Uh, Carrie, a big is back, uh, yeah. and Carrie um, proceeds to make his surgery about her. Which are we surprised <laughs> by that? I don't think so. Carrie's um, a deck, but it <laughs> but it leads into the um, main question for the episode, uh, which is about having an open heart. There's like a sort of allegory there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is just how dangerous is an open heart? But we'll get to that. Um, Samantha uh, is homophobic. He's holding hands. <laughs> no, Samantha. Samantha says fag, and um, yeah. <laughs> and also has an existential crisis about <laughs> holding Smith's hand. Uh-huh. Uh And so it's about Samantha's like in- issues with intimacy. Smith's uh, hot. Smith uh, is hot. 
Oh my god, that outfit when they were walking down when she. Oh, falls... I don't. Fuck, I don't. I don't. Very I really, Dylan. I don't fuck with like blonde guys or that. Like it's not my taste. Like mm. white blonde guys, not for me. But mm. he looked so hot in that like that episode. He looks hot yeah. anyway. But like specifically there, he was hot. Yeah, it's very you actually the outfit. Mm, the heart, like the sort of slightly gothy yeah. vest. Yeah, I loved it. Damn, love. Um, Charlotte tries acupuncture uh, yeah. mm-hmm. to try and get pregnant. And yeah. oh, Miranda and Steve encounter each other's new partners. Partners, yeah. Yeah. With mm. with some hel- with hilarity ensues, <laughs> yeah, all all around. Oh yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk about Dr. Robert Leeds again, who Oh, done. oh. yeah. Stun. Powerfully sexy. Stunzilla. Stunzilla. I'd go as far as to say, like, maybe a 10. At least a 9. Yes. I think a 10. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to say a solid 8. Yeah, because 10, if you think, like, 10 is, like, the absolute best. Yeah, never give them too much. Never give them too much. (laughs) Never. At this point, he's a 10, but we know he becomes a horrid little crybaby in about three weeks' time when Miranda breaks up with him. So we we know he's about to become a horrid little little crybaby. A little piss baby bitch, as I like to say. (laughs) Yes, very, very that. But but it's funny, this, this episode, I remember this one as being, like, an amazing episode. And actually... I was half distracted by Instagram, which is never a good sign. Uh-huh. Um, mm. But let's delve, first of all, into Carrie, mm-hmm. who is undergoing some big stuff. And we, again, we know. I mean, I think everybody listening to this podcast has seen Sex in the City. It's not going to come as a surprise. <laughs> I mean, but I would somehow hope somehow so. <laughs> season, yeah, season six manages to get Carrie and Big back together, even though I think he's in like four episodes or something this season like he's barely in it and yet you're kind of like it's very sort of signposted and in this one there is the the biggest sign yet that Carrie and Big are going to be getting back together um we start with Carrie and Big having steak um in a restaurant and Big reveals he's having heart surgery and Carrie bursts into floods of uncontrollable tears. The terrible crying, um, I can't. <laughs> um, what do we think? Is that an understandable reaction? Have you ever been reduced to tears? Um, I don't know. I feel like she cried way too violently, way too quickly. I mean, it might just yeah. be down to her terrible acting. But I mean, if someone <laughs> I love to- told me they were going through open heart surgery, I would immediately be like, "Shit, yeah." yeah. It would be a bit. It would be a bit more. Oh, are you okay? Like it, it wouldn't be. Mm. Ah, it's like not me. It's not about me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd maybe. I'd maybe like because I was thinking about this too. I'd maybe like feel the tears pricking. You know, when you get like really emotional or major news, you're a bit like, "Oh, oh god." Yeah. But you wouldn't like scream the house down. I don't know. Although they are American, so. No, I'd. I'd literally <laughs> just be like, "Waiter, can I have a tequila?" Do you know what I yes. mean? Like, let's get, let's get, let's get you a drink, darling. Because yeah. fuck it out, Jesus. Yeah, I think my my response would have been a practical one as well, which I I think I would have been much more keen to know. Well, who is your surgeon? Yeah. What's the prognosis? Mm. Will you need to be on medication? Yeah. I think I'm I'm much more of a a fixer than a sobber. I think I would try to fix him, which that's my problem with men. Um, <laughs> but that's for a different episode. <laughs> I've just got to thinking. Are we all trying to fix Brock and men? I can, yeah, I can fix him. <laughs> mm, danger, red flag. No, you can't. Juno, you can't, you can't. move no, on. No. Um, <laughs> so then we sort of have all this strange, so Carrie, Carrie thinks the reason she's sobbing is that for six years, she's kind of repressed a lot of her feelings about Big and now it's all bursting out through her eyeballs. Yeah. Mm. Is it just that she's just still in love with him? But then it ends <laughs> with, the episode ends with her being like, oh, actually, no, like, um, I don't care, basically. Yeah, I think, I think it's just, it's like an ego thing. I feel like it's it's kind of like all centred around her, do you know what I mean? Like, it's very, the first, her first reaction was to burst out tears and crying because it's affecting me. It's how I'm feeling. It's how I'm affected. He, she wasn't like thinking about him straight away. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't asking him mm. like questions about how he was doing or what he's doing or what it entails or as you say, like, who's your doctor? Do you need any medication? Like all this kind of stuff. So it just seemed very like central to her. Selfish bitch. Although she does, 
<laughs> she does take time out of her life to dress as an adolescent girl oh <laughs> and, and go around to his hotel room. I mean, insane behavior. The woman <laughs> is mad. Let let's let's be very clear. She does just as so. It's an American thing. The the candy striper, which is something we don't really have in the UK because we pay people to work in hospitals. Yeah, we don't rely mm, 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 on volunteering sure. teenage girls dressed as jail bait. Um, <laughs> which I, th- I think is not a way to run a health service. But um, she does. So she ca- she clearly. And I think I wonder if some people do flock to drama, mm. Um, mm-hmm. and so clearly Carrie has inserted herself into Big's drama. Um, so she obviously still really cares for him because she keeps crying and she goes around to play dominoes with him. But it leads to, I suppose, what is the most pivotal scene of the whole episode—the one which makes this episode really vital, which is where Big is ill. He maybe he gets some sort of infection or complications and he basically we see this other side of big that we've never seen before where he is incredibly emotionally open and tells her seriously kid what are we doing you and me the early bird special Mm -hmm. um let's get married and one day i will die on an exercise bike (laughs) in our wardrobe God, it, it, that's you know that's what he's saying to her. Is it, it does hit a bit different now? Like after and just like that, knowing that it yeah. was in tears. Um, that, well, this heart thing comes back to get him. Yeah, well, this was the start. It was seeded twenty years earlier. You know that he is going to drop dead on his whatchamacallit. Um, I liked that he said, "What are we doing, kid?" At first, I was like, "Oh, that's a bit pervy." But yeah, then kid I thought, ew. "Yeah, kid, ew," and especially <laughs> with her her dress like that. But then I thought, no, because. Uh, old Hollywood actors talk. It's very like Breakfast at Tiffany's. Like you can imagine, mm. like, oh, uh, who's the guy who's in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Iconic. George Hepburn. Yes. And uh, Audrey Hepburn and George Peppard. So. Yeah. Peppard. You can imagine him saying that, and it really fits into Carrie's like fantasy, doesn't it? Of like old. She's very like old New York. You've said before, yeah. Juno. Mm-hmm. Like cinematic. Um, I don't know if it's deliberate, but I like that the way that he talks is very kind of like that era. Um, but I mean, she loves. Yeah. I mean, like, suits so Carrie because I mean, she's a writer and she wants to romanticize everything. So I think she looks yeah. at, at it all to be like, oh, this is part of a plot. This is part of like the story. You know, <laughs> this, this can this can like just just the plot up a bit and yeah. the dress up and this mm. little outfit. You know, do you know it's very that she wants to make it New York and sexy. <laughs> and I do. I think her reaction. So that the next morning, when he wakes up and his temperature has come down and he's feeling better and he's become closed off again. It felt like there was something quite truthful about Carrie's response to that because she has been hurt by this man multiple times. Mm. And so she 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 knows enough about Big to recognise the difference between him when he's tripping off his tits when he has a fever <laughs> and like, oh, okay, not not this time. And, and of course, we are counting down the weeks now to one of my favourite scenes in all of Sex and the City history, which is the amazing six years of never being different when she really, when she really she tells him. She really goes, <laughs> so you can walk up and down my street because I don't live here anymore. <laughs> um, that's the best. Give her an Emmy. Um, she got an Emmy. <laughs> but um, we, we're obviously, we're counting down to that. So you see, so, but I remember at the time, when I first watched this thinking, oh my God, is this it? I like Carrie and Big going to get together now. Mm. Is this where they get together? And then of course, like the next scene, you've got him being, I'll just have some toast. <laughs> I'm not even going to mention what we talked about last night because I already regret being emotionally vulnerable. Right. Silly old Big. <laughs> but you're right. You're right, Gino. It was. Cl- it is clever of them to signpost him throughout because if someone had said to me like is big in season six i'd be like yeah he's in like loads of it but the fact that he's only in four episodes out of 20 yeah clever of them to always keep him hanging around and he's not in it much and part of me wonders if maybe chris noth was like busy or something like off doing <laughs> i think that there's possibly there's possibly i'd have to check this out but what year did the good wife start filming um, was he filming the good wife yeah Maybe. I don't know. You know, I've Maybe. never seen that. I've never seen The Good Wife. Me either, actually. No, and it's it. very good. It's one it? of my uh, favourite shows. Oh, really? Oh, I have really? to get that watched. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, on on So I Got to Thinking, we recognise Chris Nurse is incredibly problematic um, <laughs> and his personal stuff. We, we're going to have to separate the art from the artist uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as we have to do with so much. Yeah, I was thinking things. that though. Um, Mm. And I was, but I was thinking, like, God, the chemistry again between them is so good. And he is, mm-hmm. as an actor, he's so good. Um, it's the scene where he's like, I'm alive. I think he's hot. <gasps> oh, <laughs> interesting. What, what do you think is hot about him? And um, again, we stress Mr. Big, not Chris Nose. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just, I like, I, I have a really, I have such a thing for like noses. He's a very interesting, he's like a pelican. Do you know what I mean? I don't know That's why. True. Very a very strong like side profile and like a heavy, <laughs> a heavy, a heavy brow, and you just know he smells good. He smells yeah. like leather, leathery or like tobacco or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like expensive, like a really expensive fragrance. Yeah. As and well. he wears a nice. I was he just wears, gonna say. He wears a nice. He wears a nice like shoe, always mm. like a chini brogue. You know, he's kind of nineteen mm. fifties. I reckon Tom Ford tobacco vanille. Oh, I reckon excuse me, excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> big sleigh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Carrie, Carrie ponders in a very tenuous eating an apple, thinking about open heart surgery moment. She ponders at her laptop, just how dangerous is it to have an open heart? I think this is a good question um, about the the dangers of what happens when you really put yourself out there and this sort of this runs through um samantha and smith's storyline as well because samantha is very allergic to the idea of becoming dependent on smith Mm -hmm. um and so that's why i'm really glad we've got you gareth Mm -hmm. because i think to go on a reality tv show is really really Brave and you're, you're and I I did a reality show for ITV years and years back, and I remember that moment of realizing that literally nothing is under my control. Yeah, that it was... these people are filming me and they're going to use this footage however they see fit. Yeah. So, but you were in an even more vulnerable position because you are being placed within an emotionally vulnerable situation because you're surrounded by hot single men. Yeah. Kind of. No, that was that was the, the big thing for me. It was because I am such a control freak. I like to have control over every aspect of my life, especially in like dating or like who I'm seeing, who, am I, who I spend my time with. And like, it was such a weird thing to be thrown in, to have cameras on you the whole time. The only time you weren't filmed is when you were having a shit, to put it bluntly, like genuinely. And then another element of that was having someone paired up with that you had to kiss before you even spoke to them while being filmed. So it was just like you had to be really open in that kind of mm. idea. But then I think the adrenaline in that situation probably helps. And like I, I do work well under pressure. So I was just like, right, fuck it, let's just do it. Nothing else before was working for me in the dating world. So let's give this a go. Do you know what I mean? I got to that mm-hmm. point where I was like, you know, how I'm doing it, the 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 blueprint isn't working for me. So let's just try something different. Let's open the heart. So before before you got to Italy, were you given like some sort of like psychosymmetric test for them to try find you a match? Were you given so, like a big long questionnaire? Yeah, we would have a we would go to like White City and they would talk to producers and they would ask like, oh, what's your type? Are you top? Are you bottom? What kind of things you like about guys? What are you into? Like what what's like very specific? They're like, do you have any fetishes? Do you have any like? Um, oh wow! Yeah, they were like, do you have any like? like weird things that you like about someone i was like oh i like hands i'm really into like people who are like um passionate about things like it wasn't all sexual but there obviously there were some sexual questions mm. asked um but yeah they were really like we had to fill out questionnaires it was very very thorough i will say okay i'm gonna i want i want to i want to in- i want to quiz dylan for season two of i kissed a boy okay so dylan what's your type um <laughs> Anyone male or male presenting? <laughs> you're like, okay. you're like a fist, fucking, a fist fucking leather daddy. <laughs> okay, so you might need to be more specific. That that's not going to help. I know. BBC See, I don't, down. I don't have like a specific type. Like, if you lined up all my 
both sexual con- conquests and people I've dated. It li- it really is like a complete like. I it kills me when people call them conquests. I love it. <laughs> conquests. <laughs> My conquests. Do you imagine like me or like on a horse with a sword? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's not be let's not like be around the bush. You would probably wear that anyway. That's oh, I would. For yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A little Excalibur a moment. Yeah, like a Tudory floaty shirt, yeah. Yeah, lace, lace <laughs> up front. Yeah, nice yes. billowing collar and a blue sleeve. Gorgeous. <laughs> this is not a jerk, dear listeners. This is absolutely <laughs> Dylan's style. Um, yeah, I think it's and it's difficult as well. And I suppose the makers of the show were in a tight squeeze because whereas what you might have a passing fancy for sexually isn't necessarily what you would look for in a long-term partner. Well, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I'm quite like... I'm not rigid with my tight tight really. It's all oh. about the person for me, honestly. I know that sounds so like it's not about how you look. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna open the book if I don't like the front cover, basically. But for a long <laughs> yeah. a long a long longevity relationship, you need to like what's on the inside. You need to write like the words on the inside. Mm. You know? So you were matched with Sabomi. What what do you what was going through your brain when you first saw him? appear on the horizon i was like well first of all beautiful mm-hmm. and not energy was beautiful because he smiled he was a big smiler and that's like a big thing for me like you're not gonna be attracted to someone if they have like a bitch face like most gays in gay clubs nowadays that like, give you stink, <laughs> stink eyes do you yeah. know what i mean they're all just mm-hmm. looking at and you that's good that's good as well because it will have helped to dispel that like extremely yeah. tense situation no it definitely i mean anxiety and stuff was high obviously you were being filmed you never met this person before you're expected to kiss you know you, you don't know what you're going to talk about after you don't know how the kiss is going to go you don't know if they're going to eat your face off or give you a peck or not want to kiss you like there's all these things running through your head oh i, I like them do they like me i like how they look do they like how i look he looks he's gorgeous he won't find me attra- you know there's all these things that run through your head and i think hit Tsubumi's energy straight away he smiled and he was open and he like opened his arms with his face if that makes sense so I kind of mm. felt immediately calm and he was a good kisser so mm. an open heart um, an open heart um, <laughs> do you think that putting you in such an extraordinary situation and sort of forcing you to be vulnerable actually kind of proves Carrie's, well, it, does, it almost disproves Carrie's point. Do you think you need to be slightly vulnerable in order to find love? I think you do. I think, you know, water's not going to go through a cement wall. You know, it's not going to mix. So I think you genuinely need to. And I actually, that that's probably one thing I did learn from that because I can be quite stone cold and very, you know, have my guards up all the time, probably due to... Um, my um closeted background triggered but i think it's very important and it's a mature thing to show that you need to be vulnerable and you need to show them the ugly sides of you just as well as the you know the the prim proper sides as well i think that's very important mm-hmm. for for a relationship to bloom and last a hundred percent you need to you need to you need to let them see the shit you know what i mean Okay, let's take a break, because then on the other side, we're going to talk about how Samantha is about to run into that problem now, which is if you never open up, you'll never get hurt, but you'll also never find love. So stay tuned and we'll be back in two ticks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome back to So I Got To Thinking. This week we are talking about season six, I want to say episode 11, Dylan, is that right? Yeah, episode 11. Yeah. Yeah. The domino effect. Um, and we are joined by our very special guest, Gareth Valentina from Off of I Kissed a Boy, which is on BBC iPlayer right now. Right. Hi, boy. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about um, Smith and Samantha. So Carrie posits how dangerous is it to have an open heart? How dangerous is it to be vulnerable? Um, Samantha is literally physically injured by Smith's attempts at intimacy. <laughs> Actually, and so is Steve. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a running theme. So yeah, let's let's start with Samantha. Also, Sex in the City love doing this. Like, they love using, like, physical pain to, like, uh, signpost, like, emotional pain. Like, when Natasha yeah. falls down the stairs and chips her tooth, and it's like, ow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Samantha falls into a sidewalk. A sidewalk. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and Carrie says, that's my worst fear. <laughs> well, there are a lot of those hatches in, in, in Manhattan. It, 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 it is a real thing because there are so many basement venues. But so I'm you like, can see why as a... But I'm like, well, actually, sometimes, you know, when you're like st- stood outside a pub and they have like mm. those beer hatches and sometimes yes. like they put a table, an outside table on the beer hatch. And if I, if I notice I'm sat on one of those, I'm a bit like... She has shit herself. A bit dubious, yeah. But the fact that it's Carrie's worst fear, like, is that really her worst fear is falling into a sidewalk catch? She wears very high heels, Dylan. (laughs) She could really do herself some damage. That's another thing I could appreciate about um, Sex and the City as well. The symbolism of the fashion. Samantha was holding a clutch with hands on it. (gasps) And I was was like, big sleigh, big props to the stylist, because that was fierce. Patricia Field. Come on, Patricia. Although she loses, she loses points for Carrie's straw trilby. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit drag. I didn't like it, but I've got feeling she was wearing head to toe Dolce and Gabbana, which is very problematic Ooh. now. But I've got a feeling that Ooh. that straw hat was Dolce. I think um, I she loved Dolce, didn't she? She was always wearing Dolce. Mm-hmm. I loved. It was before they were properly outed as being strange. <laughs> Strange, just strange. Strange guys. (laughs) I thought she looked absolutely stunning in those first scenes in that sort of sequiny dress. When she was Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. She looked good. Her little wafy frame and a little sequin dress. Come on. Yeah. And she was, and this episode as well, she was like glowing. She had like a great tan. The hair was great. She was, Mm. uh, yeah. Do you know what? This, This is very niche. And I think a lot of the sort of the, female listeners will appreciate the job on Carrie's highlights is a thing of scientific perfection to get that kind of honey blonde with the dark brown so on one hand it's like the darkest her hair's ever been but then with these incredible sort of blonde highlights that is that is the hair we all aspire to is that what the the technicians call a balayage is that right Balayage is when it starts lighter and gets dark. Oh, towards like the an top. ombre, and like an ombre, not a highlight. Yeah, okay. like an ombre. So I think okay. I think the, this is it's more with pieces, okay. but uh, possibly a lot of lowlights as well. Because I think a lot of Carrie's hair at the moment is actually darker than her natural shade. So I think she's had some very expensive colorist, gorgeous mm. mane on her head, gorgeous mane mm. of hair, gorgeous mm. mane. Love a curly Sticking hair. Sticking on clothes, I really liked him. I really liked Samantha's neon pink summer dress when she's hobbling along oh, with her yeah. broken foot. I, I kind of thought that the foot cast added as well. I was like, that's quite that, that's quite a look. It's very Balenciaga that. <laughs> I can't I can't fuck with the fact that she's wearing one heel. I know! <laughs> one, like, because she's literally like trotting along. Kind of like, Surely that would make it worse. Out. That would make it even worse. That would make it harder to like repair your foot if you're on a fucking heel. <laughs> And I know I think um... they were having a laugh. That must have been <laughs> that must have been a punchline. Yeah. No, no human in the world would want to 
sort of limp oh around, my god or maybe um, one foot or maybe because this was when sjp and kim Cattrall hated each other wasn't it maybe <gasps> behind was the it? scenes yeah maybe behind the scenes sjp was like make her wear a heel with yeah the, <laughs> with the can you, i was just thinking can you imagine like off camera and having a break like kim having a cigarette with a fucking foot cast on and a heel that kills me <laughs> i need just to see chatting. that behind the scenes i need to oh see my that god fab <laughs> fab i love it what what did we make of samantha's intimacy problems is she just being right first of all or has she been hurt can i just say my favorite line from that episode was when her and smith are having sex and he and she just goes now put your finger on my clit yeah and it was it was such my cereal it was it was such an abrupt scene change as well and i was like oh <laughs> and then she go, and then she goes. You Find feel the that rage. You feel that rage. It fucking sent me. I was howling. Oh, it was so good. But yeah, her intimacy problems. I mean, I can relate a lot to that. Being a gay man walking down the street, I don't want to hold him and get a man's hand. It's terrifying. Do you not think? Yeah, that's true. Are you a handholder, Dylan? Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, not, not me. With yeah, not yeah. I wouldn't be even even if I'm I was straight. I'm not a PDA. I'm not a no. PDA. I'm not. I'm not about that. But you have got why. to. It's sad that you have still got to think about it a bit. Like, yeah, hmm. it's like yeah. it's like it's like gay, just that kind of like response, isn't it? You think you're gonna get like attacked, or or someone's gonna say something, or you can see like these eyes moving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's or you just, just... Prob- probably where I came up, grew up from. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. And still, even to this day, I don't think I could hold hold someone's hand. I'm just, I'm just more like it's not so much that I feel unsafe it's more just like I don't want my day ruined like if someone yeah. did happen to say something so I might it's as well easier not, not to yeah yeah just not 100 percent but even when I see straight That's couples so do it I'm just like you don't, we yeah. get it like you don't you don't need to have your hand in her in her back pocket we know you're straight and we know you've got we know you're together <laughs> like we get it do you and Max do you I think I might be a hand holder mm. are you I think and I think I always was. Now this could be that I live in Brighton, which is a little a little pocket of mm. a little pocket of tolerance. But do you know what? There was something and maybe again, speaking about control issues, I, I liked holding hands because it was like this one's mine. You can tell I'm holding on to him. Kind of. And now I think being in the position of being married and also kind of being fairly cis passing kind of it's kind of a, it doesn't really enter my head and that is a privilege mm. that is a, that is something that not all trans people have and so I, I feel very lucky that i am able to potter around town holding my husband's hand and oh you're right so nice. pe- people people wouldn't give me a second look i wonder if when i was when i was dragging slightly unwilling men around by the hand <laughs> in my 20s <laughs> before i transitioned <laughs> I wonder if there was something a bit defiant about it. I remember being, just after I moved to Brighton when I was about 22, 23, I was holding hands with a guy and we got spat at. Oh my God. And I think after that, I was kind of like, right, fuck you. I'm going to be okay. as visible so you're going as even I more. possibly yeah, can as like going... a massive kind of like burger, two fingers up at Brighton yeah. kind of. Mm. Um, whereas now it feels much less political and more just... Which is it's great. Nice. Which is great. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that you went your your mind goes to the other side of that, whereas I'm like, oh, I just don't want anyone to like bother me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, both I think both make sense for sure. It's gosh, it's it's funny because what watching this episode, I was like, why is Samantha being such a big baby about holding hands? And then Smith does tell her off. He's like, what is it? He says something about kind of. He's just like, hold my fucking hand. Hold my fucking hand. Yeah, hold yeah. my fucking hand. Yeah. yeah, something. Does he call it harsh shit or something? Yeah, hold my fucking <laughs> hand. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. Um, it, it's a continuation of this arc for her that I that I like. Like it's and it's done quite sensitively. I think they're not being like, oh, she was such a slut and now she's like gone down the right path it's just this very like chill um develop it slowly developing thing of her like slowly realizing that she does care for this guy which is nice i'm not mad not mad at it no no and he's hot, I, li- I so. like the bit where she says i did not fuck a single or married man yeah. while he was away <laughs> that was good and, and then she's like i'm and she says i missed him so again her heart is open yeah. she's vulnerable yeah and carrie very wisely says Life is short. You might want to consider holding his hand. Bless. Um, like, and you may, maybe Carrie's right, which is maybe life is just too short to be that closed off. 
and that yeah i would do, I, another reason why i would agree honestly now now i'm in my my 29th year i would say life's too short to worry about that now you know maybe i will hold hands with with a guy down the street one day maybe i'll get there <laughs> and you can see as well that's why carrie is so quick to write big off at the end of the episode which is he should know better than this you know he's older mm. than her and what he, age is big it, at this point what age is he like 40 uh, i don't think we know exactly but i think we're supposed to assume if she's late 30s he's probably like 50 mm. well he flinches there's the you know in when she turns 34 and then he meets her at the end in, in his limo and she's like, what box do you tick? And she gets him to flinch. I think he's in the 40 to 45 box. Oh, okay. I think. Mm. If, again, some some listener is absolutely going to tell me I've got that wrong. <laughs> and you're right too, because we are meant to be the experts. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Miranda, Dr. Robert, Steve and Debbie, the, the love square for the ages. Um, this was great. This amazing is... scenes. I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. The doctor's ass. Oh, I know. Thank you. <laughs> what I'm so glad you brought that up because what, it's what all I wanted to talk about for this whole podcast. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to screen God. grab it. I'm going to screen grab it and put it on our podcast Instagram for sure. Please don't because she'll get our Instagram shadow banned. <laughs> Are we not allowed like, bums? Is... Are we not allowed bums? No, you're not allowed oh. bums. <laughs> no, you sounded like Danny like there. No. No. Like, you're not allowed no. Bums We're not expecting bums. At all. Um, oh, it's the bums. I need to change the gender pronoun. <laughs> His ass um, looks like two eggs in a thin hanky that's how i can describe it <laughs> gorgeous but like such a great scene like yeah oh my just god so good um and just the the humiliation just keeps coming for steve it ending in like the tampons up his <laughs> the nose tampons up the nose come on steve um huh? like also steve steve's hot steve's hot to me a nerd Thank you. I I was alone in that until now. He's like my of the main men. He's my he's my fave. And he's got he's got like a burly bod. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's a got a good bod. bod. Hot. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. And yeah. he doesn't show off. He's the underdog. Yeah. The Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. You know, the Clark Kent of Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's no Che Diaz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not Che Diaz. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Robert Leeds, very, very sexy. Mm. He makes enchiladas as well. More's to the point. Not only is he amazing in bed, but he cooks. So just... See when she licks his... Marry f- him. When, when she licks his finger, that made me feel a bit ill. Like, she sucked his finger. I was like... Mara- like well, he put... puts two... Fi- yeah. Ooh. Why? Also, yeah, also I had... Um, I had a slight Spice- issue... Spicy! <laughs> I had a slight issue with... When she comes to her flat, and he's just, like, in her flat. He's broken in. Making yeah. dinner. That's what we call breaking I think I'd be a bit yeah. like, if I'd only, if I hadn't been dating someone for very long, even if I really liked them, if I just came oh, yeah, home no, and they I'd were like, like, what the fuck like, are you doing? What are you doing? No, literally. <laughs> but she was like, oh, hi. <laughs> um, You'd be like, you're but, using my electricity. What are you doing? It's a cost of living, babe. <laughs> cost of living. Fuck it out. Just let yourself um, in. Put the shower on. I did like it when she was like, I have placemats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very me, actually. I love a dinner party and I love a little placemat. <laughs> Stunning. A spread. <laughs> yeah, spread. Robert convinces, he convinces Miranda to have a day off yeah. so that they can have morning sex, which, again, Dylan and I are very against. Um, oh, yeah, the breath, but, um, honey, the breath. The breath. And just, just, I want a little croissant. I don't want sex. Just a lovely <laughs> pan of chocolate. Mid-morning. Have your breakfast and then have a little shot and then, you know. This is what we do. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Sex for that lunch. Sex solution. for brunch. Sex for brunch. Jazz brunch. Jazz, jazz brunch. <laughs> jazz brunch. Yeah. We once pumped past a sign saying, come to jazz brunch. And we were like, mm, jazz, jazz brunch. brunch. <laughs> so j- jazz brunch is sex between 10, 30 and 12. That's oh, your I jazz love brunch. that. Jazz brunch. Um, that's great. That's. I'll enter that one into the lexicon. Um. <laughs> And then Steve walks in. I mean, that is mortifying. Mortifying. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody... Has anybody ever walked in on either of you having sex? Um, does a portal count? 
Yeah. He does. Dylan Dylan just <laughs> nodded silently, which makes me think there is a story about, <laughs> about Dylan's Dylan's like, I'm, uh, there can be a hundred people in a room and you're having sex. With all of them. <laughs> <laughs> With all of them. Um, no, my friend, um, my friend Chrissy, she won't mind me t- talking about this because she tells everyone all the time. <laughs> um, my friend Chrissy was staying over years ago um, at my house. Uh, she lives in Manchester. And we both came back from a night out um, separately. Uh, she got back right. before me and I came back with a guy. She heard me come back but didn't realise I had a guy with me. And the words that she uses are, um, I walked, I opened the door and walked in and you were just there, arse in the air. <laughs> <gasps> she, could see, she could see your dinner. She could see my <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> um, but, she could see yeah. your, what you had for jazz brunch. <laughs> but that's the it's only happened once actually which is kind of surprising where, where in what into which room did she walk into my bedroom because she just thought i was by myself and she was i mean we were all we're, <laughs> imagine ah. you imagine you were like the pantry <laughs> <laughs> the, water, the water closet <laughs> um maybe, maybe she got what she deserved that if she walked into a private without bar, knocking yeah, what was you she don't walk without knocking what was she expecting to happen you don't walk into a gay's bedroom without knocking <laughs> or giving you pre-warning come on you know what i think she like. was she was drunk and she was just like oh let's compare notes from the night out and just walked in and was yeah um God bless you what presented about you? her with something yeah, but I was presenting. Yeah. Um, what about what about you, Juno? No, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I once I once walked in on a flatmate pleasuring themselves. Oh. Hell, but hell. <laughs> how do you Again. how do you recover from that? How do you go back? Like, how do you just meet them in the kitchen? You're like, so how was your day? Like. Do you talk about it? It was never spoken. It was there never spoken yeah, yeah, ever yeah. again. It was. And do you know what? Fair. Honestly, mm-hmm. no one needs to see that. Sister Dick makes you sick. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if I walk in in front of one of my friends, if I walked in front of Ka- Karen doing that, I don't know oh. if I could look her in the face again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ! And Gareth, you were caught out in a porta potty. I was. You know what it's like at a festival, girl. You got to make do. I know that I don't want to go on the porta potties. No. They're not. They're not sexy places. They were. They were like the night. It was like the more chicer one. It was like a bigger one. <laughs> Was it, like I mean? was it the VIP one? Yeah, the VIP, and there wasn't like <laughs> there wasn't like the usual piss or shit up the wall. It was a bit. It was clean. You know, we checked. But we, it's a it's a field full of people. You need to go somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Was it? Um, so was, was this a mighty hoopla surprise? No, she was a that a primavera moment. God bless. Oh, lovely. And Dua Lipa was playing in the background. I remember it very vividly. Doing her dance, she was singing her, that was... one dance that Dua Lipa can do. Oh my god, yeah, she was singing "Levitating." I remember it so so clearly. I'm levitating. I'm How like, did yeah. they get into the portaloo? Did they break in? Had you not locked it? No, no, yeah, like we we forgot to lock the door. Ah, uh, okay. Because it was okay. in the moment, you know. Mm. We weren't opening. Nobody locks the door in the moment. No, exactly. You, you open everything else. You don't lock that door, honey. <laughs> But then what goes around comes around. Samantha, actually, we haven't come across Samantha's homophobia moment, but Samantha <gasps> initially points out, Weldon, Miranda, you've won. And Charlotte's like, it's not a contest. And Samantha's like, yep, no contest. And she also objectifies Dr. Robert. She says, you were fucking a hot black doctor. What oh, does yeah. his race have to do with anything, Samantha? Mm. Um, and then, of course, what goes around comes around because... Later on, Miranda makes a tit of herself in front of Debbie, who is also stunning. Oh my god, yeah. she's beautiful. I was thinking it would be like, kind of it'd be kind of funny if like the storyline went the way of like Debbie and Dr. Robert. Um because let's be honest, like Miranda and Steve are both like punching well above their weight with, with Debbie yes. and Dr. Robert. <laughs> so it would be funny if like they both left them for each other. Well, that's what I thought was gonna happen, because I've never seen that episode. That's what I thought was gonna happen. She was he he like was a doctor for the Knicks and she was like, Oh my god, I love the Knicks, right? Yeah. Like I thought that's where it was going. Yeah. Debbie is just a sweet, simple girl. And it feels like there's a little bit, just a whiff, and we'll talk about this more maybe next week. There's a little whiff of classism around Debbie. Mm. Now, she's a woman of colour, but also like the cheap candle, the cheap baby clothes that she's bought for Brady, the acrylic nails. Mm. There's just a whiff of... And she's got like a bit oh, of a... Debbie's, um, Debbie's paw. She's got like a uh, bit of a Queen's twang as well, hasn't she, I think? Like a bit of a New Jersey Queen's kind of... 
and a twang. Oh, yeah. I thought I was um, like Queen's twang. I was like, she doesn't sound British. What are you talking about? <laughs> she sounds like the Queen. Hello, I'm Debbie. Hello, I'm Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, she's she's giving Brooklyn or Bronx. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely got a bit of an accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there is just a bit of a vibe around mm. Debbie that mm. I find a little bit a little bit off. Mm. But um, she's she's stunning. Let's be let's be honest, mm. and just a very sweet girl as well. Like Stevie loves the Knicks. What do you call our seat? Nosebleed the nosebleed seats. That was good. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um, but then again, big big finish, which is Miranda. And Steve have that moment by the door when Steve drops Brady off and he's like, Melinda. And, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and there's like a little, a little, little, a little hunger in her eyes yeah. because she still wants him. Mm. She still wants him. Well, it all, it'll all come out in the wash in just one week's time. <laughs> so um, stick around viewers. So <laughs> what? Oh, Bitsy Von Muffling. And Charlotte's yes. baby, or, or lack of, or lack of. <laughs> Bitsy Vaughn Muffling. Come on, what a name. <laughs> the IUIs and the she's IBS amazing. and the I give up. <laughs> and let's, let's not forget that she's in the first scene of I'm Just Like That, where she reveals, since my Bobby died of the COVID. <laughs> like, what? Uh, <laughs> what? I haven't what? got the, I can't do it. Season two, I can't do it again. <laughs> Season two. What? Oh, there'll be more moments. Fresh from the makers of My Bobby Died of the Curvid comes, and just like that, season two. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, so yes, Charlotte is having acupuncture. It's so funny. Do you know what? And we talk about this a lot, the weird things from Sex and the City which have infiltrated your life. Sometimes when people are triggering me and making me feel really anxious, I hear it in my head, the... The lovely the music that Dr. Mao puts on. That is it's the it's the drown people out music. When people start especially in the publishing industry, like, oh, she got a seven figure advance from America and oh she's been nominated for the Booker. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. You've got to you've got to block it out. Do you know what I thought with Dr. Mao? And this is like a really sad sign of like how bad sex in the city's been with stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well done. They weren't racist about Dr. Mao. They didn't do any like plinky as Chinese. If, as, if, as if they that's didn't... the bar as if that's the bar. Do I you know, know what I mean? Oh well done. <laughs> but like they didn't make a, they didn't like rhyme his name with something, some sort of Chinese food. Like they didn't, you know, yeah. like usually there is something. But I guess yeah. apart from the slightly stereotypical fact that he's an acupuncturist, like it was fine. Um oh, yeah. But you know that's small by Sex and the City standards. That's pretty small. Uh, yeah, potatoes. They didn't give they didn't give him a Mickey Rooney accent. There yeah, was no, there was no comedy around his race. Kind of, it was just yeah, and you know, and he helps these women to conceive. Um. Well, well allegedly, I mean, acupuncture is. I think that's bullshit, isn't it? It is bullshit. I, I had you, it once, and I was like, "This is." Not have you bad. had it? Yeah, I had it for my shoulder once, and it literally just made my arm go numb for like a day. I was like, mm, "I'm not sure I'm going to do this again." I'm not sure. I've heard it does yeah. work for certain things, but I very much doubt it works for pregnancy. <laughs> no. Well, so I, I I will give Charlotte slash Dr. Mal the benefit of the Ooh, doubt, okay. which is if what this episode is telling us is that Charlotte's anxiety is what's affecting her fertility, I can definitely vibe with that. Mm. Because once I was put on anti-anxiety medication to treat a physical complaint, and I was like, no, no, I don't, I, you're not listening to me. I, I'm here because I think there's something wrong with you. And they're like, yes, you're making yourself sick. Oh. And they put me on an antidepressant to treat a physical symptom. And lo and behold, it did work. Voila. So actually, I'm I'm willing to believe Charlotte's anxiety is affecting her fertility. Yeah, I mean, true. It, uh, yeah. Good That's point. believable. Yeah, good um, point. While we're on medical stuff. Big's nurse, mm. Nurse Ruby, is yep. Tonya T. Patano, who is Halia in Weeds, who I absolutely love. Um, oh, but she's not in much. Cool. Yeah, so if you haven't seen Weeds, you wouldn't know, but she's incredible. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen Weeds, God bless. No, me either. Yeah. Mm. Um, Samantha, is Samantha Jones allowed to say the F word? <laughs> Discuss. She's basically a gay man. I think so. Not. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, I think she can. Yeah, come on. At this point. Um, yeah, come on. 
Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> she's not allowed to live in a apartment that's trendy by day and tranny by night. I'm going to say she's definitely not allowed to say that. That's yeah. not okay. Um, I think so. Oh, Bob, Bobby, fine. Dead yeah. of COVID and a victim of homophobic bullying. I think um, I also thought in that al fresco brunch scene we always praise sex in the city for being shot on location i think they were an on a set i was watching people go by and i was like i think that might be a screen behind them oh mm. uh, uh, yeah i don't know does make life easier if you don't have to control the weather and close the street like i noticed you know once you see, I don't know if you're watching Yellow Jackets, but once you realise that forest is inside, <laughs> it just slightly, slightly changes the rest of the series. But you can see why. Yeah. You can't actually have them acting in a snow-covered forest. Oh my God, it was amazing. I'm re-watching um, Ugly Betty at the moment. and there's... Oh, I've, fi- I've just finished. Just finished. Oh my God, it's such a good rewatch, isn't it? I love, oh my God. Amanda. So good. I love her. The outfit. It's always the on. She... The way she's like strutting all the time, like just nowhere. And like, she's like a binge eater as well. It kills me. She's so funny. But there's an episode where they quote unquote go to London and like oh, yeah. the set that they they step out of course of a black cab onto this set. And at the end of the street, there's a CGI rendering of uh, the Gherkin, the London Eye, and Big Ben, all at the end of one street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's okay. like co- there's there's cobbles everywhere, and the, yeah. the Scottish the Scottish designers wearing a tartan poncho, like yeah, they're bringing it all through. There's guards everywhere. Yeah. yeah just randomly. Hello, hello, mate. We're going to a pub. <laughs> welcome to London. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to London. <laughs> hello. Um, let's finish by answering Carrie's question. How dangerous is it to have an open heart? Is it worth it, basically? It's dangerous, but it's necessary, I feel like. To go further in your life, in a relationship, you need to be vulnerable, you need to have open heart, and I think it probably makes the sex better, let's be honest. (gasps) Yes, I would completely agree. You know? You know, Um, it's necessary. Yeah, I think open heart and open mind as well. An open hole as well. <laughs> Popper, the three, pop, the three openings. Yeah, yeah popper, that, poppers. A little bit of poppers as well. That'll help. God bless. Do you know this is this is why I love I Kissed a Boy and why it wouldn't work in America. They would all be so polite and chaste. I love that within minutes, minutes of this show starting, somebody's like, so who is a top and who is a bottom? <laughs> like, yes, British gay people. Yeah. America, I don't think America would be having that Yeah, there's no there's no small talk with, uh, with us girlies over here, is there? We just get down to it. Be- yeah. Before we let you go, Gareth, is there any amazing gossip that you're allowed to say about what it was like to be in the not-a-villa-villa? Villa? Uh, Did I anybody think- do you know? let's just say a lot of people said they were tops when they weren't there we go (gasps) there we go that's all i'm giving you (laughs) why would you lie that's (laughs) i mean you're gonna get found out at some point yeah exactly (laughs) fuck's sake girl (laughs) i'm a top well you, yeah, I was going to say you were very, very clear about that. Just for the record. There was no ambiguity. <laughs> no, so, but, um, so if anything, it was good for you, though, that people were oh, like, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it must have been even more annoying if, like, for the bottoms with people lying that they were tops. Well, yeah, exactly. They're I always... Two bottoms together, what the fuck's that? What are they going to do, bump purses? Bumper cars, yeah. Yeah, fucking well, hell. I always, I always felt that when, back, back in the day, when, when men said they were theirs... Jill's <laughs> shaking her head, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no. Um, so I think, yeah, no, that's why. Why lie? Maybe I think once in about like 2013, I think I wrote a piece of attitude about bottom shaming. Maybe it's time to dust it off and re put that back. Just earn it. Bring back bullying. In a bring world back, where everyone is yeah, honest, bring back bullying. Bring it back. <laughs> You'll, but if everybody was honest, everybody might get what they want. If you say what you want, you might get it. If you are looking for someone who is all top all the time, say so. Yeah. And the universe 
might provide it. Have, manifest have an manifest open heart. top bottoms. Have an open heart. <laughs> open heart, open head, open hole. So and that is <laughs> a triple threat. That is the mantra. That's a triple threat. That is the right mantra. There. That's our new that can <laughs> that be our like new um to take forward. That can be our new tagline for our for the podcast. <laughs> I think we've done it. It's taken us what, four years now <laughs> yeah. since we started this podcast and we finally have a slogan. There we go. Thank you, Gareth. You're welcome. You've enriched You're welcome. our <laughs> podcast. I'll send you the end. I'll send, uh, I'll send you. you I'll send you the invoice, bless. Yeah, that's yeah. You, please feel free. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for giving up a chunk of your morning. That's so kind. Thank oh no, thank you, you yeah. for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can of course catch Gareth out in I Kissed a Boy, which is currently on BBC iPlayer and BBC Three. If you haven't watched it yet, get a watch, Gil. So we're taking a brief break. Spring break. And just like that break. <laughs> so stay tuned, and we'll be back at the beginning of July. Um, until then, stay safe. Thanks again, Gareth. Bye for now. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. So stay tuned and we'll be back at the beginning of July. Au revoir. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, 
people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.